saw on the news this morning that it's been almost a year since Ike, and uh, I moved here just shortly after Ike, so y'all got two big storms within the same month, but I can't hardly believe it's been that long, and then yet it seems like I've just always been here. And I tell you, I, we uh, we had those that went to the conference. We had a had a really good time. It was a, a blessed time of fellowship and refreshment for me to be able to sit and hear other experienced pastors preach. But um, y'all ruined me. I'm uh, I can't wait to get back home to Texas, and I can say that now. Um, I just don't like to be gone. So uh, I tell you the same thing Brother Don told his flock there. He said being a pastor is like being married, and I don't believe in divorce. So I hope in the providence of our great God that we're together for a long time. And you continue to pray for me as I seek seek the Lord to feed you and comfort you by his grace okay turn with me to Isaiah chapter 12 I want to look at two verses this morning and I pray that the the Lord be with us and uh, show us the Lord Jesus Christ Isaiah chapter 12 Verse 1. And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Now, probably a better translation for that word praise would be confess. I will confess thee. Though thou wast angry with me, Thine anger is turned away. And thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. And he has also become my salvation. Now this text is talking about the believer's confession of faith. The Lord God himself is speaking to us by the mouth of his prophet Isaiah. And he says, and in that day, what day? The time of love. The appointed time when God crosses our path with the gospel of his salvation. That day we shall say, O Lord, O Lord, I will confess thee. You see, there's a day appointed by God when he will save each of his elect. I I suppose in one sense we were saved before the foundation of the world when God chose us in Christ. He gave us to Christ and he said, for these you will die. And Christ said, I won't lose a one, Father. 
not a one. He worked out our salvation and our righteousness, not only in his death, dear friends, but in his life. He lived perfectly for me, for you, that we might have his righteousness. And he died our death and took our sin upon his own body upon the tree. There's a day appointed by God. I remember quite well my appointed time. God visited me with the gospel and he showed me Christ. He showed me my need. He showed me that there was nothing else, no one else that could bring me home. And I'm so glad that he did. God says in that day, that day is what our Lord calls at the time of our love. You're familiar with Ezekiel 16 when the Lord says, Now when I passed by thee and looked upon thee, behold, thy time, your time, was the time of love. And I spread my skirt over thee, and I covered thy nakedness. Oh, the righteousness of Christ <laughs> covers me and covers my nakedness. And yea, I swear unto thee, and I entered into a covenant with thee, saith the Lord God. And I love these next words. And thou becamest mine. Who do I belong to? I belong to Christ. The one who loved me and gave himself for me. And it's when I've done all that I can do to serve him, dear friends, I'm just an unprofitable servant. God's able to cause up rocks to praise his name, to serve him. But he uses saved sinners. He calls them by his grace. and He puts a burden on their heart. And I am so glad that he saved you by his grace. In his time appointed, in the time appointed by God from eternity... He calls his elect by the preaching of the gospel. There's a set time when God visits each of his chosen with almighty, irresistible, effectual, saving grace. Oh, I'm so glad it wasn't left up to me. I would have never come. If God had left the decision up to me, I would have never decided Is, is, it's in his time when he makes his chosen ones willing in the day of his power and he effectually draws us to Christ. Blessed is the man. We, we say these scriptures often. I never tire of hearing them. Blessed is the man whom what? Thou chooses. I didn't choose God. God chose me. And the causes to approach Unto thee. Did you hear that? He chooses and he causes me. He makes me willing in the day of his power. And, and he uh, allows me to approach unto him that what? We may dwell in his courts and we shall be satisfied with the goodness of his house, even of thy holy temple. I don't know about you, but I'm satisfied with his house. I'm satisfied. <laughs>
In that day, this is what God does for his people. He reveals Christ in them. He reveals Christ in us. Galatians 1.15 says, But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, there was never a time that God wasn't involved in my salvation, my life, my calling. Who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. Why? To reveal his son in me. To reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen, and immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. It's not of him that willeth or him that runneth, but it's of God that showeth mercy. God could have passed us by, dear friends, and been totally holy and just and righteous, and we would have justly received what was our due. That's what makes this mercy. That's what makes this grace That's what makes it sovereign grace. God didn't have to, but he did by grace. What else does God do for his elect? Well, he reveals Christ in them, and he raises them up from death to life. We were dead in trespasses and sin, and God gives us life. John 5, 25, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear it shall live. That's exactly what happened to you if you're a Christian, if you follow Christ. You were dead. You couldn't hear. You couldn't speak. You couldn't raise your hand. You definitely couldn't walk an aisle. You couldn't say a sinner's prayer. No, the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God. And what did he say? Like like Lazarus heard him. Lazarus was dead, and he heard Lazarus come forth. One day in God's mercy and grace and in his call to me, I heard him say, David, come forth. The time of love has is, is, is come for you. Come to me. Come to me. He raises us from life, from death to life, and gives us life. And he gives us faith in his son. Faith in his son. Now, some people have taken faith and they've just they've blown it all out of proportion. Matter of fact, they've made faith a, a gospel. They talk about their faith, and by their faith they do this and they do that, and they're able to move mountains and they're able. Faith is in a person. Faith is in his dear son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Buried with him in baptism, Colossians 2 says, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. Oh, never think that faith is some kind of supernatural gift that causes you to be able to do Mighty things, faith would do you no good if it's not in a person. And that faith must be in Christ our Lord. Every sinner saved by the grace of God will confess his Lord and Redeemer. And notice the personal pronouns used in verse 1. Thou shalt say what? I will confess. This is 
has always been and will always be, dear friends, a personal faith arising from a personal knowledge of Christ. You see, salvation, it's a personal thing. I know that uh, I've heard men say, well, you know, I go to church there because that's where my great-grandmother went and my grandmother went. And listen, you're not going to get in on the on the works of your own, much less the works of your grandmother. It's a personal thing. I must see Christ. I must know Christ. I must follow Christ. I must bow to Christ. I can't get in on your shirt tail. It's a personal thing. I will confess. Now the door to life eternal is is open. And scripture says that whosoever will may enter in and be saved. God's elect becomes whosoever will and whosoever will becomes God's elect. I used to struggle with that. I don't anymore. Whosoever will, let him come. But if he comes, he was one of God's chosen. God chose him before the foundation of the world. But I'll tell you this, sinners must go through the door alone, one by one, one by one. And the ones that go were chosen by God. That's not hard. We make it harder than it is. And we... We say from this pulpit, if you go to hell, it's your own fault. You're responsible. What think ye of Christ? You're responsible for that. Whose son is he? Was he just another prophet? Well, go find his grave. If he's just another prophet, go go find his grave, Ray. No, he's not there. He's the Lord of glory, and he sits on the right hand of God Almighty in all authority and power. If our Lord is pleased to save us by his free grace, we'll confess him and we'll praise him as our dear Savior. You'll gladly confess him if he shows you who you are and what he's done for you. Gladly confess him. You'll say, oh, Lord, I I confess thee, I praise thee. Yesterday, I may have blasphemed thee. This morning, I may have neglected thee. And often, I have despised thee, but now I know you. And And now, oh, Lord, I'll confess thee. I'll confess him in my heart. Confess him with my mouth. I'll confess him in baptism and I'll confess him as a witness to those who know him not you see this confession is itself the product of God's almighty grace it is the Lord notice it's the Lord who says in that day thou shalt say It's not the man that says, one of these days I'm going to say. No, it's the Lord who says, O Lord, I will confess thee. 
And I'll tell you this much. I can't speak for the little G God that most men preach. But I'll tell you this about my great and mighty God. When he says thou shalt, thou shalt. (laughs) No doubt about it. What God has spoken, God will bring to pass, dear friends. Has God, I ask you, ever tried to do anything? If he has, then he's not God. And you ought to not worship him anymore. God has never tried to do anything. His word cannot fail no more than he can fail. Now, I wish I believed that like I I, I should. I doubt his word all the time. Why? There's still an old war that goes on within my members. There's a part of me that he's put in, the new man that says, I believe God in every word he says. And then there's another man, old Adamic man in my nature that says, well, you don't believe that, do you? One of these days, he's going to give me a body without sin. That old nature's going to be gone. I have to crucify him daily now. But one of these days, I'm going to believe perfectly. I'm going to see perfectly. I'm going to believe perfectly. And I'm going to love him perfectly. And I'm going to tell you what, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, dear friends, where iniquity is pardoned and grace is bestowed, God is all and in all. There's not a record in the Bible of a simple sinner saved by the grace of God who attributes anything to himself but sin. He'll tell you, he'll be the first to tell you, oh, I'm a great sinner. Sin's not what I do, sin's what I am. I sin because I'm a sinner. But he'll tell you that the whole work of grace is attributed to God alone. Those of you that know him know that so. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Where? In Christ. In Christ. We're elected by God the Father. We're redeemed by God the Son. We're generated by God, the Holy Spirit. And I tell you, and I've told you, and I'll continue to tell you, the man who stands before you this morning is a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner by birth. I'm a sinner by nature. I'm a sinner by choice, by practice. Well, it sounds to me like you're proud that you're a sinner. Oh, No. But I thank God for my Redeemer who saves sinners. He came into the world to save sinners. Sinners is who he saves. I am all over, inside and out, in and out of myself, nothing but a sinner. There's nothing in me but rottenness. There's not one particle of spiritual goodness, righteousness, our decency in me except Christ. 
There's nothing good in me but him. I'm a sinner saved by the grace of God, and I gladly acknowledge that to all who hear my voice. By the grace of God, I like the Apostle Paul, I am what I am. But I rejoice in the fact that Christ came into the world to save sinners. That's something I qualify for. I finally found something that I'm that I qualify for. I'm a sinner. And I need grace. Sinner saved by the grace of God. That's my doctrine. That's my experience. That's my confession. My heart. From my heart and with my mouth, O Lord, I will confess thee. I confess thee as my sovereign Lord. I confess thee as my sin atoning redeemer. As my almighty savior. As my covenant God. As my all and in all. Now notice our text again. And in that day thou shalt say O Lord I will praise thee. I'll confess thee. Though thou wast angry with me. You can call it what you will. You can put it in whatever theological terms you choose. But there was a time when I was awakened to a sense of my personal sin. And I was made by God Almighty to realize that God Almighty was justly and righteously angry with me. God is good. God's holy. Yes, God is good. But his love, he can't uh, bypass his, his holiness to be loving. I was made to realize that I was like all other men and women, a child of wrath by nature, cursed and condemned before God's law. God was angry with me. The law of God, perfect and, and righteous as it is, couldn't save me because I couldn't keep God's law. The law was given to show me I'm shut up to the grace and mercy of God. Now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them that are under the law. That law spoke to me. I was under that law. And it stopped my mouth. My mouth was stopped. That every mouth may be stopped and all the world may what? Become guilty before God. Guilty. Paul said, I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. Now let me ask you this morning, you don't have to answer. Answer in your own heart. Has God made you aware of your sin? And if so, has he made you aware of your just, deserved condemnation before his holy law? If not, I hope that he will soon. You'll never know the love of God in Christ, dear friends, until you're made to know the wrath of God without Christ. You'll never be saved until you're lost. God will not robe you with the righteousness of Christ until he strips you of your own. 
That's just the way God does things. He'll not heal you until you have need of healing. That's what he told those that day. He said, those that are well have no need. Have no need. Those that are whole have no need. But they that are sick. Are you sick? Well, of course you are. But God's got to show you. He said, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Those righteous have no need. But I'll tell you who goes to the great physician, (laughs) those that are sick. Those that are sick. I know this much. God was angry with me. And I confess to God before you all that his anger against me was absolutely fully deserved, fully justified. And I know in my own heart that I can agree with with David the psalmist against thee and thee only if I sin. My sins against God and him only. And my evil that I've done is, is done in his sight. And David said that thou may be justified when thou speakest. God is angry. And he's justified in being so. Because all our sins against him and him alone. You may be clear when you judge, O God. Because against thee and thee only have I sinned. But here's the good news. If you're a sinner, I got good news. Thou that wast angry with me, look at it. Thine anger is turned away. <laughs> oh, man. That's good news. Is it possible for a man to know that? Can I know indeed that I'm forgiven? Yes, you can. You can count on it. What about that prodigal we talked about this morning? You don't think he knew he was forgiven? Can this matter of forgiveness really be known as a matter of certainty? So that a sinful man like me can honestly look upon the holy God and declare thine anger is turned away? It can in Christ. It can in him. Scripture says so. This is my own personal confession of faith. Oh Lord, thou was angry with me. But thine anger turned away. Upon what grounds can I make such a confession of confident faith? On what grounds can I? Well, I can't by my feelings. I can't by my faith. I can't by my experience. But I can upon the authority of this book. That's what this book says. This book, upon the authority of God's holy, infallible word. The basis of my assurance, dear friends, is the word of God and the word of God alone. It's what God said. In this book of God, I read that Christ died for sinners. 
For when you were yet without strength, that's every one of us. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners. That's where I find my assurance. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, Timothy, this is a faithful saying, and it's, it's worthy of all acceptation that Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I'm chief. Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy that in me, First, Jesus Christ might show forth all longsuffering for a pattern to them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Christ came into this world as a substitute for sinners. Elect sinners, but sinners. They were sinful people. He bore their sin and he was punished in their place under the wrath of God. And in doing so, God, without violating his holy justice, freely forgives those who are washed in his blood. How horrific was our sin? It took God's blood to cleanse it. God's blood. And I'm now assured by God that I'm a sinner. I'm assured that Christ died for me. If I was st still standing here today and, and doubting whether or not I was a sinner, then I'd have room to doubt that I was ever saved or that I knew God or that God knew me. But I'm assured I'm a sinner. God's shown me. God's taught me. God's let me have a good whiff of myself. And I, like the Apostle Paul, the things that I should do, I don't do. The things that I don't do, I should do. I'm just a mess. Who shall deliver me from this body of death? I thank God the Lord Jesus Christ can. Well, the Bible says that the, he that believeth on him is not condemned. John 3.18, he that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is what? Condemned already. Born condemned. Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. I do believe. I do. But Lord help my unbelief. I don't trust him as I should. I don't. I don't trust him as I want to. I want to trust him more, Gary. But I do trust him. And I trust him alone, Christ alone, for all my acceptance with God. It's not Christ plus anything. It's not Christ plus my good works. I have no good works. It's Christ alone. It's not Christ and my faithfulness. My faithfulness is... Is fickle. 
It's his faithfulness. It's Christ alone. It's not Christ and my works. My works are filthy rags. It's his work. And I trust in him alone. I know that much. It's not Christ plus anything. I trust him alone for all my acceptance with God. I trust his blood, his righteousness, his intercession. It was his blood that cleansed me. And if God's word's true, and it is, I'm not condemned. <clears throat> trying to make this simple. It is simple, but yet it's impossible to believe unless God give you eyes, ears, and heart to believe it. Why? Because we, by nature, want to have something to do with it. Well, what do I do? Bow, trust, love. And we can't do that unless God give us grace to do so. Again, the book of God declares, He that believeth in his Baptized shall be saved. Now, no one's ever been saved by being baptized, but it's an outward confession of, of um, publicly. And the Lord does tell for tell us to be baptized. I trust alone Christ as my Savior in obedience to His command as my Lord. I've been baptized. Baptize, being baptized is, or not being baptized will not keep you out of glory, will not keep you from being saved. But our Lord said, he that believes and is baptized. Let's, let's, you know, if, if That's why I was baptized, not because it had anything to do with my salvation. It was what the Lord commanded me to do. And yet men have taken that and made a whole another thing of salvation out of it. You see, the blood of Christ is applied to my heart by the Holy Spirit through faith, and it's purged my conscience from all sin and guilt. And God's anger is turned away. He's not angry with me anymore. Blessed, David said, is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. And in Christ, that all applies to me and you. My transgressions are forgiven. God's not angry anymore. My sin's covered. God's not angry anymore. He's not imputed iniquity to me because my Lord has paid the sin debt for me. He's not angry with me anymore. David said, For day and night the hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned in the drought of summer. I acknowledged my sin unto thee, and my iniquity have I not hid. And I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest. The iniquity of my sin. 
Okay, let me wrap this up. And it says, And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will confess thee, I will praise thee. Thou wast angry, though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away. And notice those next words, And thou comfortest me. Boy, I tell you, since the day that, since the day that God's anger was turned away from my conscience, it hadn't been nothing but comfort. The Lord's comforted me. You see, though I'm weak, he's strong. Though I'm full of sin, he's full of mercy. Though I'm tempted, he's faithful. And he comforts me. He comforts me. He comforts me with the assurance of my sin forgiven. And if any man sin, What? If any believer sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he's the propitiation for our sins. Oh, he comforts me. He comforts me. And in verse 2, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song, and he also has become my salvation. God Almighty, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, my salvation. God the Father planned my salvation. God the Son purchased my salvation. And God the Holy Spirit brought salvation to me. It's all of God. Because God is my salvation, I will trust and be not afraid. That's what it says in verse 2. Because God is my salvation, I'll trust. (laughs) Boy, he's a God I can trust in. He's a God I can believe. (laughs) He's a God that's able. I will trust and not be afraid. And then he says says in verse 2, he said... For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song and also has become my salvation. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. That's what that means. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. Jehovah, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. Jehovah Raha, the Lord our shepherd. Jehovah Tzidkenu, the Lord our righteousness. Jehovah Shema, the Lord is there. Jehovah Jesus, the Lord who saves. Jehovah is my strength. He's my strength for every trial, whatever comes my way, for every duty that I do for him. He's my strength. For every day of my life, he's my strength. And he has also become my salvation. He's my salvation by his own appointment. He's my salvation by his own accomplishments. He's my salvation by his almighty sovereign grace. 
wasn't in anything I did. And he's my salvation by faith. And I love this verse in 1 Corinthians. Let me read his two verses. Chapter 1, verse 31 and 32. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus. Who of God is made unto us wisdom. I had no wisdom. Christ has made unto me wisdom and righteousness. I had no righteousness. My righteousness not worthy of mentioning. Self-righteousness. Filthy rags. Righteousness. He's made unto me righteousness. Sanctification. Can't get any better than that. Perfect in Him. Perfect in Him. And redemption. According as it is written. I wish all religionists could could hear that. Truly hear it. Let he that glorieth. Glory in the Lord. Salvation. Is of God. It's of the Lord.